you, 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 you are about to experience Vegas bad boys of podcasting. Fortunately, you are about to hear lots of opinions, but uh, rarely any facts. Impersonations might occur, but uh, good luck trying to figure them out. This program is not intended for kids or the easily offended. Listener discretion is advised. You have been warned. You press play. It's too late to stop. Get ready to podcast. Welcome to another edition of Vegas Bad Boys of Podcasting. DJ Impact Vegas Bad Boys here with me. Welcome to Three Count. We got three good topics here for you that we're going to get right into. Now, if you're watching us live, feel free to throw your comments into the box and we'll get it in as we see fit. We do this show every Sunday, 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, just in case you was interesting, uh, interested in when do we record this. It's every Sunday, 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on YouTube Live. Facebook Live, and Twitch. So the best way you could do is just go to uh, our pages. Make sure you hit the subscribe button. If there's a notification button, tap that on. And when we come on live, you will be on with us. So we will appreciate it. We love hanging out with people who love to talk about wrestling. And we appreciate everything that you do for us, all right? So let's get right into it. This is our three count. Let's go. It's time. Vegas Bad Boys of Podcasting presents. One, two, three. Count talk. Count talk, baby. Okay, count one. One. This is from sportsgita.com. It's titled, quote, may not need to work again, end quote. Hall of Famer calls Cesaro the smartest effort on the planet after WWE exit. The story reads like this, as reported earlier in the day, Cesaro ended an 11-year stint with the WWE as both sides failed to agree upon a new contract. Eric Bischoff reacted to the shocking news and felt Cesaro had made a brilliant decision to leave WWE as he has already made a lot of money during his lengthy tenure. This is what he said on his show of uh, 83 weeks. I'm looking like a guy... I'm looking like a guy like Cesaro and going, he is the smartest ever on the planet because he has been making big money, like by anybody's standards. He's not been making Roman Reigns money. He's not been making Brock Lesnar money, but that's a whole different universe of the amount of money. That cat's been making big bucks consistently for a long time. And sometimes as a business person, as a talent, the business side of being a talent that's a good niche to carve out for yourself. I bet Cesaro may not need to work again. He has probably made enough money with the roles he's been consistently a great performer in. And whatever level WWE has asked for, and he's been making huge money for a long time. So I hope if he decides to perform somewhere, he gets a great opportunity and shows us what he can do. Or if he has just saved his cash and wants to go skiing in the Swiss apps, chasing the snow bunnies, good for you all right simon street man this was your article man what is your take well first of all my take is is uh cesaro definitely is one of the smartest uh, guys to do that because if i'm not mistaken 
I think he is the one person that actually was trying to negotiate that back and forth. And because Cesaro, as we know, means consistency, it was somebody at WWE at the time probably wanted to negotiate his contract because he was something that, you know, consistently he offered something for the WWE for those many years. You could put him on any show. He was great. He looked great. He worked great. And, um, you know, so it didn't happen. And he was able to walk away. And to my, to my recollection, he does not have the non-compete clause. So if he wanted to go to AEW, where most people think he's going to go, that could be great. But it also opens up the gambit for a lot of things. What does Cesaro want to do? Because Cesaro did make it public that he wanted to do more in the WWE. WWE did give him an opportunity to kind of get in there. And it didn't quite work out and match up for whatever reason it was. For me personally, if I was going to be the magical booker of Oz, I would love to see him go to Impact Wrestling and face Moose. I think that that would be great. But if we're talking about monies at the end of the day, Impact may not be able to give him bang for the buck for consistent Cesaro. So it looks like a lot of where he may end up going if he decides to go is AEW. But my question with AEW is, and I'll leave it there, is if Cesaro did go to AEW, would he would would they appreciate him enough? to give him that straight slide in or would he be doing much of the same? Like a lot of people who have left WWE to go EW. And we know since he's deep, we talked about sometimes that seems to be the consistent issue at AEW is they're still doing the same thing they're doing. So I think what is Cesaro going to do at this point? It's all up to him. Uh, let me ask you, um, boy, I'll let either one of you, Matt Michaels or, or, or Sin City. So apparently, I mean, it's, it's clearly not about the money, but maybe it's more about, how f- how far he could be elevated into being, um, you know, up to a champion level in some sort of maybe organization. Maybe that was most important to him, maybe even more than the money. What's your guys' take on that I- I- either way? Or, or do you just think uh, it maybe was just about money? Who knows? I mean, who knows? And, and how does Bischoff know he's – of course, anyone who's been in the business for over 10 years has made money, but should we assume that he has saved money? And in that case, he's good to not have to work again. I don't know. You too. What do you think? Yeah. So I, I think that the the key thing to, to consider here is I'm sure that there's more at play than just about money. Um, I'm sure that there's more than, you know, just about his spot on the card. Mm-hmm. Um, for Cesaro to have been with the company for as long as he has and to have only gotten one, one, one singles championship run during his time is absolute. It, it's a travesty. Yeah. Uh, yes, he was in. He had several tag team championship reigns. However, as we all know, WWE, they don't give a flying fuck about their tag teams at the end of the day. Singles titles are where it's at. Mm-hmm. So that's the true barometer. He only had one during his entire time. So. You know, I'm sure that he made great money. I'm sure that that he was very, uh, I don't want to say frugal, but he was very, uh, he, he watched what he spent. And the thing that would be great, uh, Simon, to answer your question, um, even if they don't slot him in to, uh, you know, to challenge for the, you know, one of the top tier championships right away, which that might very well just happen. I think that he could actually prove to be very, very advantageous to AEW not just for, you know, things on screen. I think that he would be an absolutely perfect trainer 
for these guys. I think that you're bringing in a nucleus of, you know, Brian Danielson, you've got your, your hierarchy uh, and it's a veritable who's who of, of technical wrestling. Now you add Cesaro to that. If indeed he does go to AEW. And I think that it really will help them to foster an environment to build for the future and get some of these guys trained right so mm-hmm. that they can do better things in ring. Okay, got you there. Let me go over to you, uh, Matt Michaels. What's your take on all this? Well, things first, we know we know how much money he has because obviously his money's in a Swiss bank account. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so, uh, you know, I don't know about in in that line, in Cesaro himself, right? But what I find more interesting about this was it was Eric Bitt. Now, he says that he didn't work with Cesaro during the time frame while he was in WWE. Well, if he meant that much to you, didn't you? Didn't you push him? Didn't you try to get him that championship or exposure? The second question, if you so high and thought, that you know, Cesaro has all this talent and you know would be and I don't know why they didn't push him. The question is if Eric Bishop in WCW, would he have elevated him to the heights of Sting and and the big wrestling, you know, gods at that time in that company? Do you think Cesaro would have been Goldberg? That's the question. I think that's more fascinating than, you know, uh, what will he do? Because it doesn't matter at this point what will he do because he can do anything. Um, you know, I think Eric has a point. He can go off and be if he wants to be. Um, but I think the true, the true idea here is if he was that valuable in Eric Bischoff's eyes, how real is that? And what would he have been able to do with a guy like Cesaro? And why didn't we see in WWE Goldberg versus Cesaro? Every time you brought that guy back, that would have been something else. Especially yeah, because it would have gotten Goldberg, you know, would have had to put Cesaro over. And that would have been a huge thing. So um, just missed opportunities with him. And the final thought. I have is that Eric basically said he's a nice guy, which by all accounts he is. Is that why he never got the right push Mm. is because he was too nice of a guy to basically, you know, do what you need to do sometimes in this business. And that is be a bastard and backstab people to get ahead. No, it was just because Vince hated his accent. Very true. Wow. Yeah. Very true. That's Vince actually been like documented. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Vince doesn't like people from France. Right? <laughs> That's... Or so or so he probably stated at the moment. Oh my god. Probably thought it was a French accent, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you know what? And and when it, the guy that Vince is wrestling at WrestleMania, apparently, is uh he thought that was Cesaro. But oh, someone finally told him it's Pat McAfee. So. <laughs> McAfee, that sounds French. Is it French? <laughs> I think it is. 
that that Pittsburgh accent that McAfee has just has to drive Vince up a fucking wall. You know that it does. <laughs> oh man, good good points, guys. And I'm I'm glad, Matt Michael, your your internet finally just caught up because you was rough getting started, but you're you're perfect now. Yeah. So, man, awesome. Let's get now to our second count. This one's from ringsidenews.com. All right. So it reads like this. It's titled, first off, Impact World Title Match Booked for Indie Event. And it says that Impact Wrestling has been consistently putting up good shows, and there's no denying that. The Nashville-based promotion has had crossovers with WWE, AEW, New Japan, and Ring of Honor. It seems that Impact is working towards building another collaboration. The stakes are higher this time as the company tops title would be defended at an indie event in April. Wrestling Revolver have announced that Impact World Champion Moose will put his title on the line against speedball Mike Bailey at Swerve's house in Clive, Iowa on April 16th. All right. Uh, bottom line here, um, this was your article, Mr. Michaels, and uh, I guess you want to talk about the fact that should this title even be defended at an indie show? What's your take? Well, I think that it's a valid point. Um, you know, a lot of times when we uh, look at it, you have two camps. One camp is like the world title is a prop, okay? The other, t- the other camp, the title means something. So what does it mean when you're agreeing to have your world champion defend the title on an independent show? It's, it's, you know, it's something that is rarely done with a major company. Right. Um, so that starts to bring up the questions of, um, you know, how, how is it that, Moose is going to be able to go into the, you know, this atmosphere and basically be a heel because he has to be a heel, you would assume, going in, defending that title because of the fact that it really doesn't make sense to bring in a face with a championship for one of your guys to, you know, just kind of shit on, right? So the interesting thing becomes, does Moose go in and start ripping on the town, let's say? That's a very time-honored, easy way to get heat. But if you start ripping on this Hick City, and you can't believe I have to be here and wrestle and defend a title here in this crap place, and you know, and everyone down here, all these wrestlers, they're, I mean, they're not even my talent, and blah, blah, blah. If they're not on your level, what does that say about you? having been put on the show to defend the title against guys who are not, you know, your level. So it's a, it's a very fascinating question because it doesn't happen a lot. It, it happened back in the NWA days, right? That's how you would get people. Um, so, you know, it, it's just going to be an interesting thing to see if it happens. I personally, uh, I don't know, DJ, I mean, impact wrestling, they're trying to do things, but at the same time, is this the forbidden door you want to open? If the forbidden door is like on an outhouse, <laughs> that's a good question, and uh, I I definitely wouldn't uh, 
hope <laughs> I know there wouldn't be a title change, but if there was, that would not be a good look for Impact <laughs> at all. That would just be crazy. Um, yeah, I, I gotta agree, man. I'm trying to. F- okay, wait, 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 and, and, and Chris. Okay, it is a different thing than '98 because the NWA titles were not actual titles being defended. Those were the FTWs of 1998. <laughs> okay. True, true. Those titles were not actually NWA titles. Those were titles that Cornette had, and that's why he used them on the show. They were decommissioned, yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. All right, why don't we go right over to you, uh, Sin City, man. What, what's your take, man? What is what is Impact doing? I, I, I support these guys. I love everything they're doing, but when I saw this article, it did – have me scratching my head just a little bit. Well, first things first, I would definitely say that this is not a case of the forbidden door being opened. If anything, this is more like a fucking glory hole than anything. Um, anyway. <laughs> wow. How many participants so, in that glory hole? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. So now keep in mind, pro wrestling revolver is actually Sammy Callahan's company. So, um, there is definitely the connection there, okay. um, which would allow allow the title to be on this show. Okay. Um, and just just uh, looking at the title of the show, it's Swerve's House, so I'm guessing that it's going to be, um, you know, spotlighted by you know Shane Strickland's doing a show on the Indies or something of that effect. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not going to main event the show. Um, I think that this is completely fine. I don't see any problem whatsoever with titles being defended on other shows. Um, I, I think that it would be extremely hypocritical for me to say that, especially given how I hated for this kind of a thing for the last year that AEW was, you know, running rampant on impact TV. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think that this, this will do, you know, this will do no wrong for the impact brand. Um, and Pro Wrestling Revolver is one of those indie feds that are looked at as, you know, a cut above the rest uh, of of the the standard indie promotion. So is it kind of like so, if W like so if you had um, I don't know that's just like Roman Reigns defended at Evolve is that type of kind of sorta. Well, first things first, Vince Vince would never soil Roman or his main championship <laughs> to put it on an Evolve show. Um, right, true, true. But but he. It, Yes, um, that would be that would be something very similar to it. Gotcha. Um, Evolve is a very very similar, um, similarly ranked, if you will, um, indie fed as to Pro Wrestling Revolver. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it's it's a promotion that definitely gets a lot of buzz, especially around the Midwest. Um, so yeah, it, it, all all the power to them. I have no problems with this whatsoever. Okay. Okay. It doesn't diminish the value of the Impact title. Perfect. That's what I wanted to hear. Whew. All right, let me go over to you, Mr. Simon Street. What's your take? Well, my take is quite interesting because as uh, Sin City Steve, you were kind of looking at it. Yeah, so let me look up Swerve's House, Wrestling Revolver, right? And let me look at the event. So this is what I'm seeing, all right? Saturday, April 16th, Horizon Event Center. Meet and greet, 6 p.m. Doors open at 7. Show starts at 8. Already signed for the event. First time ever, Swerve Strickland versus Ruby Soho. Uh, Rich Swan versus JT Dunn with Phil Stamper. These names sound familiar, don't they, Impact? 
Yes, okay. they do. Yes. Um, first time ever, Leo Rush versus Speedball Mike Bailey, which I think we mentioned a little bit earlier anyways. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Ace Austin versus uh, – or sorry, Ace Austin with Gia Miller versus Moose in Lance, as we said, Dorado, uh, Trey Miguel. So, I mean, it, to me, it just sounds like – and I could keep going on because there's a match with Deanna Perrazzo and Billy Starks, mm-hmm. you know, and then there's a, uh, you know, uh, man scout, Jake Manning versus Dan, the dead. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Dan, the dad. So again, it just sounds like an impact wrestling promotion and it just happens to be at this location. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's not a big stretch of the imagination. Okay. Um, I think the biggest thing is, is they highlight it because, you know, uh, you know, Moose was in it, but I don't see any correlation to where this would be a problem. You know, yeah. Long time ago, didn't Impact uh kind of travel around anyways and do one-off shows in some of the, the 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 I don't know the country corners of rural uh uh mid Midwest America. So it's <laughs> it's not un, un normal for it. So I mean, I think it's cool. Actually, if I could get a plane ticket. And and didn't have to take time off of work or anything like that, or or you know, being convinced, I would actually go. It seems like a decent show. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe okay. I didn't really read the article too well. I don't see it's a big big deal. Um, I wouldn't make this a habit if I was impact. I'd be real with well, you. I, I wouldn't think, make it a habit. I think I think what it comes down to if it um if it was probably something that just kind of happened and wasn't I guess promoted, it wouldn't be a big deal. I think I think the problem is, is when you have it attached, you have that title attached um, to as this being a big event and it's being the title that it is. Um, that is probably where it starts to get a, a little bit questionable. But if Moose was just going to be there as the impact champion, but let's say it wasn't going to put it on the line until during the show. So in that way, it wasn't technically uh headline or promote it that it was going to be. The title, then, you know, in that case, it maybe sound a little bit. But that's the thing, though. They're saying the match with, and, and unless I'm reading correctly, or I'm, I'm not missing a point. It's Ace Austin versus Moose versus Lindsay Dorado versus Trey Miguel, and it's for the Revolver Remix title match, right? Am I right? Yeah, Am I they, not seeing the same thing? They, or they've, they've they've probably shuffled that around. Card subject to change. Ah, okay, so. okay, yeah, that's that's what I'm wondering because when we read yeah. the article, it seems like Moose was going to put his title, his impact title, yep. on the line. But right. when I'm reading for this and the actual promotion, that that's not the case. Yeah, well, I miss something. <laughs> well, yeah, it is what it is. It's from Ringside News, so uh, you know, take it with a grain of salt. There you go. <laughs> All right, Apparently. Let's, let's go to our <laughs> our next one. Three. All right, and. Um, Oh, uh, yes. You know what? Before, yeah, yeah, Let me go ahead and get Sean's comment on there, and then I can start getting reading on this one, just in case anybody want to uh, respond to any of that. You know, the funny thing about running the board is everyone seems to throw a comment in right when I'm beginning to transition. So, <laughs> yeah, Oh, that's because, that's, that's because we told him ahead of time to do that, and actually <laughs> Matt Michaels looks down because he's texting Sean and everybody uh, else to send those in to just to, to throw a monkey wrench. Yeah, it must because it happens all the time. You know, if it happens during the, the, the actual talk, I can be like, boom, I can throw it in there. Um, but anyway, uh, good, good stuff there, Sean. Appreciate it. Uh, let's go right into three, though. And that is from figure four online titled Tony Khan says his big announcement will be revealed on the next. AEW Dynamite. 
All right. So let me get in here and um, change the three. There we go. All right. So this is how it reads. The AEW president said the news will impact the entire wrestling industry, and it isn't about a particular piece of talent. Uh, AEW Tony Khan said the big announcement would be has been teasing as of the late as of late will be revealed Wednesday after an appearance earlier Friday on Busted Open Radio where he said he believed it w- that he will be in a position to announce the news on Wednesday's Dynamite. He told Florida Times Union Friday night on the State of the Florida Sports Podcast that he indeed will make a, quote, historic announcement. Quote, I'm going to make a historic announcement at the show in Jacksonville, which I'm really excited about. It's only the beginning to a great week on the road to Revolution pay-per-view he says and he noted on busted open that the announcement is not just about one particular piece of talent but rather something that will impact the entire industry he says i have a huge announcement coming and nobody knows what it is it's going to be something very important to the wrestling business it's not one particular piece of talent it's something very special i'm really excited about it i believe it's something we will be in a position to announce on wednesday all right uh yeah, okay, there we go. No need to continue. They seem like he, they continue to write the same things in circles. All right, this is your article, Mr. Uh, Sin City Steve, but I will say uh, I, ha- I have a weird prediction as to what it's going to be. So, yeah, um, first things first, um, I, I think that I, uh, I have to vocalize Sean's comment in the Facebook chat. He said, Tony's big announcement is that Veer stopped at AEW before he walked to Raw. Veer is all elite. <laughs> I'm going to go out on a limb and say that that's, that's not the awesome. case, but that's pretty fucking awesome. <laughs> so you, you, sir, win the internet. Um, hey, but he said, no, I, I, he said it was not particular, is no particular talent. So, Sean, you're wrong correct. on that. Yeah, correct. So mm-hmm. um, what I think it is going to be, though, is okay. I think that we are going to learn that Tony Khan has purchased Ring of Honor. Oh, shit. or if not, if not Ring of Honor, then the Ring of Honor tape library. Um, so uh, it makes a lot of sense, given the fact that a lot of their roster uh, has their origins in Ring of Honor. Brian Danielson, if they were to get Cesaro, um, you know, it, Young Bucks, you're going to have the first all-in event, which was the first, the event that led to the birth of AEW. CM um, Punk going in the Hall of Fame. CM Punk, without question. Um, so it, it, I definitely think that um, the, the announcement will be that Tony Khan will be owning Ring of Honor, if not the Ring of Honor tape library. One very, very important thing to keep in mind is that Ring of Honor has said that they were going to be coming back for at, at least one more show during WrestleMania weekend. As of right now, we haven't heard a fucking peep as far as what actual in-ring matches were going to be occurring on that show. There's one. So I think, well, <laughs> but that's it. But it, it, in, <laughs> yeah. in, in all seriousness, sure. I, I think that this would help to expedite that. It would be able to help ramp up those ticket sales. It would be able to put more of a spotlight on Ring of Honor and hell. Let's call it what it is. If they do bring it back as a full-time promotion, why don't you have uh, you know certain individuals that may or may not be linked to your company any longer to run that thing and to uh, use that as a developmental system for mm. AEW? Wow. 
<laughs> you know what? Just off the wall, you know, because we get to play. Ooh, guess what Tony Khan's going to announce on Wednesday? Uh, I got a fun one. Um, he's going to have his own style WrestleMania. And it's going to be right at Jacksonville in that football stadium. And it's going to be a huge mega event to bring all the wrestling fans together. I think that's, I'm throwing in my chips on that one. But I it's going to snow Coke too <laughs> from the sky. <laughs> okay, Mr. Simon Street, you go next, brother. Which, 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 what's your take on what we're going to be hearing this week? Oh, uh, you know what? It, it, it's, you know, it's not uncommon. Me and Sin City Steve do at many points think alike. Mm -hmm. And that was one of the things I thought about. Almost to the point to where what stuck out to me was, as I kind of mentioned it, but I don't know if you caught on to it. Uh, it was announced that uh, CM Punk will be uh, inducted into the Ring of Honor Hall of Fame class 2022. And I thought about many a months ago, just in general, Impact has their own Hall of Fame. Okay. WWE, as we know, has their own Hall of Fame. How cool would it be if AEW had its own Hall of Fame? But then something stopped me immediately. I was like, ah, that's still new. But connecting the dots, if they had something like ROH and they did something to where they were a sponsor of a Hall of Fame, just in general, okay, of recognizing literally anybody who WWE could not get in their Hall of Fame or some of the other people, that would be a really freaking cool thing. And it might be a long shot. And that would be really cool. So maybe it's not a WrestleMania with Coke falling from the sky, although that would get a lot of people to fill up Jacksonville more than the NFL games do, uh, for sure. Uh, hard times in Jacksonville, but that cocaine can make it real real. Anyways, um, you know, him having the catalog for ROH would sound really good. But what if it's really something to that degree, something that really you know, does something that WWE yet again drops the ball on sometimes. There's a lot of people that do not even get into the Hall of Fame that WWE, and it could be because family members just don't want nothing to do with WWE or money, whatever the case may be. I think that would be cool. So that's my whole take on it, a little bit outside of the box. But, hey, Simon Street's known for doing some shit like that. All right. Well, let's go over to you, Mr. Michaels, and um, hopefully everything comes out, man. I see the... I see you a little blurry, but I'm going to wish us luck. All right, go ahead. Yeah, Tony Khan making a big announcement. <laughs> huge announcement. He has a huge announcement coming, and nobody knows what it is. I venture to say that Tony Khan doesn't know what the fuck it is. Oh, wow. He's oh, got, come on. He's got to make up something, then, if, you know, if he's doing all oh, that. Oh, he will. Oh. He'll make up something. He bought <gasps> himself some time. Oh, my gosh. Free ice cream bars for everybody. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> CM Punk comes out, gets his wish. I'm just saying. It's just, you know, when you, when you put together Tony's, um, his trains of thought are really strange because – he says, huge announcer coming. Nobody knows what it is. It's going to be something very important in the wrestling business. It's not just one particular piece of talent. It's something very special. I'm really excited about it. And I believe it is something 
we will be in a position to announce on Wednesday. Okay. So basically, then he then he then he says again on on something that you know a, a little later on Shivani's thing before dynamite. Um <laughs> I promise you, I promise you something big is coming. It's not like the first dance where I put a date, time, and place on it. <laughs> a date, time, and place on it. Please, I could put a date, time, and place on the last dance, but I can't do it for this because I don't have a fucking idea what this is. <laughs> and it's the road to WrestleMania right now, which has been something that's been said for fucking 20 years. This asshole likes to say um, that uh, it's going to be a historic announcement. Um, that I'm really excited about, and it's only the beginning to a great week on the Road to Revolution pay-per-view. What the fuck? <laughs> this dude has got... You know... It, listen. Honestly, the only way I'll be impressed is if he announces that a whole new wrestling company has been formed in his father's mustache. That is it. <laughs> by far... You know, and yes, you know, Zach Bonifer, when you say the Coke is falling from the sky, like Simon said, and you smell what you're cooking, well, it is fucking Jacksonville. So that smell is the fucking meth labs. And Tony is spending a lot of fucking time there. And maybe that's the announcement. Maybe he's brought pro wrestling tees in Chicago and turned the warehouse into a meth-making facility <laughs> for AEW and its talent to ship out the the uh, the unveiling crates every every month, and you'll get a T-shirt, an autographed picture, and a vial of fucking crack coming from Tony Khan's meth lab. <laughs> Hey, hey, shout out to Sean real quick. That shit is hilarious. Tony Khan's <laughs> gonna sign Stardust. <laughs> oh my god. Oh man. Um Wow. Well so my question is my I'm sorry. My question yeah. is, okay, uh so for all the AEW people who is now since day one, do they get a first taste at the Coke? We fucking better. <laughs> 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 oh man Tony Khan is Herb Abrams in disguise Herb <laughs> <laughs> Abrams never died good shit Chris Gale good shit oh man well this is going to be interesting hey at least, at least he's figured out a way to maybe crack the uh, 1 million viewer mark right because everyone's going to want to come in and see what he's going to say right so maybe it'll yeah you, you said it you said it crack He's going to crack. <laughs> wow. Well, as long as he's not saying shit like, you know what, we're going to have the Kardashians be a part of AEW or Kanye West is going to perform at AEW in Las Vegas. Like, that's some shit that would just kill the spirit of any good momentum they have. I'm surprised no one's mentioned Shane McMahon because that's the Internet's like <laughs> biggest jerk off thing right now. Oh, Shane's going to sign with AEW. So, 
maybe that's it. Maybe t- Tony Khan is, has got Shane. And with that, Mike Michaels, we're more than likely going to have to let you go because we have ambitions here at the Vegas Bad Boys of podcasting. And Sean, who takes good care of us, was uh, <laughs> has just made it clear that uh, we're not going to get any of Sin City Steve's talent. So, uh, you know. <laughs> what are you talking about? That's, that, that's the perfect example. Maybe we'll get some AEW talent that will come over and shut Michael's ass up. <laughs> That's the challenge. Let's put the challenge gauntlet down. Sean, if they had any balls, they'd get Tony Khan on the fucking show. Oh, there you go. Can, hey, hey, can we get let's, some of that high quality cocaine? Because I'm down. If I ain't got to pay <laughs> let's for go, coke, TK. I'm good. <laughs> why don't we do this? How about this? To the folks that's listening, why don't we we're, we'll create a post for Tony Khan. We'll add him and say, hey, you should be on the Vegas Bad Boy show. But everyone that's listening... We need you to also at him and agree that you want him to be on the show. Okay, we're going to petition him to come on our show and to talk. So I need I need everyone listening, when you get a chance, we put that post up, at Tony, tell him to meet us here at Vegas Bad Boys. We're going to do it. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna set it up. We need your help. Let's see if, he, if he's got what it takes to come on. And if he does, we'll see if Matt Michael's going to be the same way he is, or is he going to be, uh, <laughs> or is he, he going to be the the face Mike, the Matt Michaels, you know, not the heel Matt Michaels. <laughs> Tuck the tail between your legs. That's right. <laughs> oh no, there's the, there's only one of us who's going to be tucking something. <laughs> who's oh, one of shit. us? It ain't my ass. I don't tuck it ain't shit. Me. I tuck, oh, no, no, I tuck no, no, shit no. in somebody. Not no, 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 no. I'm I'm referring to. Myself or that other guy who'd be coming on the show, and it ain't me talking. Oh, okay, I, okay. I'm about to say, brother, because I don't get down like that. Oh my god, <laughs> guys, this has been some funny shit. So facts, yeah. <laughs> great way to end a That's right. <laughs> great way to end a uh, a Sunday evening in whatever time of the day you're listening to this podcast. I'm sure you would also. Uh, and got a, a few chuckles in that as well. So it's going to be interesting to see what is uh, thrown up there this Wednesday. But with that, we're going to start ending the show and give our final thoughts of the week. And um, and that'll be it. So Simon Street will always like to start with you. Let us know, man, what you want to tell the good people out there. Well, everybody, uh, thank you so much, first and foremost, for uh, sticking by us week after week for our different shows that we have throughout the week, whether it's Debacle Files, whether it was um, this uh, month's Black History, the state of Black History uh, with, in pro wrestling that me and uh, DJ Impact were doing. Anything that we have coming through the pipe, and we appreciate it. It really, really appreciate your support. Um, outside of that, everybody be good to one another. Always take time to strive to be a better you and allow people to be a better them. And remember, you don't, may not believe in the good Lord, but I'm going to tell you something my grandfather told me. The good Lord gave you two ears, one mouth. So you should listen twice as good as you speak. Thanks, man. You know, I forgot to ring the bell. After three count, man, you know, there's got to be a winner, right? So let's, let's ring that bell. Let's make it official. Let's do it. Ah, Who's the winner? Who's the winner? There you go. We are the winner because we got through it. Oh, the the listeners, the listeners and viewers. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. All right, Sin City, man. What do you want to tell the people? 
All right, guys. Thank you, as always, for hanging out with us. Thank you for liking, sharing, subscribing, hanging out with us in the chats. Uh, tonight was a lot of fun. And, uh, yeah, let's see you guys back here next week. Yeah. Um, also, very special thank you and shout out to every brave man and woman serving this country, whether you're on lands foreign or domestic. We appreciate everything that you do to allow us to do what we love to do. So thank you. And last but not least, repsports.com, R-E-P-P-Sports.com. Go there for all your pre-workout, weight loss, and general energy needs. Again, that's repsports.com. Use promo code Vegas at checkout and save yourself 15%. Excellent. Thank you for that, Mr. Sin City. It looked like, um, I'm not sure, do we have Matt Michaels on? or? Oh, you have me. Oh, okay. All right. Well, what you want to say, Mr. Matt Michaels? Sean was right. I am going to be all elite. I am officially taking over for Excalibur. They needed someone who has the presence to do it. And uh, Excalibur needs to go on maternity leave. Apparently, he's having a baby himself. So uh, we will be taking over. I will be all elite. That is the big announcement. I hate to ruin it for TK, but this is where it's headed. What the fuck is your name? You look you, you look like the luchador name uh Ascab. Oh, <laughs> Ascab. Yeah, it's it's uh it's it's Ascab is Spanish for Excalibur. <laughs> oh man. You know, hey listen. Real shit, man. This is why I I enjoy coming on here and just getting a good laugh because, as we know, there's there's just right now a lot of you know sad things happening in the world right now, and um and it's unfortunate that it's happening, but it is happening. So whenever we can at least take a moment to just kind of laugh and and breathe, um, you know, we need that. We all need to take that in because not you know it starts to get really depressing. So, uh. Funny shit, man. Sometimes you guys have to jump onto the video so you can see the shit that is happening. Mr. Matt Michaels got on an Excalibur or somebody's mask. I don't know who's. No, mask it's ass scab. Look at it. It looks white, pussy. It's like it's it's like red outline with like a dark. I don't know if that's brown or blue. It's like old, teared skin trying to heal. But no one had Neosporin or antiseptic. Oh, and then there's like pieces of hair because he has mustache in there and the lump. Uh, it looks like it's looking at you. It's sad. Oh um, man. Ointment. <laughs> oh boy. Oh well. Wait, well, I hate to end the show, but uh oh hold on. I got some comments here. I guess you know, we got you know, we gotta let the people speak when they're speaking on through the comments. And um one of our uh, listeners says here, Michael eyes are super creepy, yet very sensual right now. <laughs> Ooh. Damn, Sean. Yeah. <laughs> we need to play like some Barry White in the background and shit like that. Like, oh, yeah. Well, oh, we can always add Just some, get uh, DJ Impact to start singing. Yeah, there Hold we on. go. We can get DC. some music. Let's see. Hold hey, on. Hey, go ahead and play that thing when you listen to Drake in the bathtub with the white slippers. Here. There you go. Okay. Oh, there you Do go. That. Dude, that sound like Rugrats. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! All right, we gotta get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
it's gonna keep getting worse the longer we stay. This is like a train wreck. You can't turn away from. All right. Look what your tongue is doing. Oh God, we're out of here, guys. Thank you for hanging out. Tongue was that long. Oh, Oh, he's taking his shirt off. Lord Jesus. Oh my God. Wow. A peace. Biggest bad boys of podcasting.